brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. What's up, guys? My name is Matt, and I'm here with Papa. This is Word of Pod. Word of Pod. Word welcome, of Pod. welcome once again to the episode. Yeah. We have a good one for you today. Yeah, it's part two of the, uh, what did we name the last episode? I don't even remember. The relationships. Relationships. Right? Yeah. Marriages. Relationship, something like yeah. that. Oh, no, it was called, um, How Do I Find the One? Uh, okay. Or something like that. So, we part, two, our own episode. Part, two should, part two should be, Now That I Found the One. Now That I Found the One. <laughs> <laughs> Could this <Yeah>. be love? <laughs> <laughs> guys we have a good episode for you today we yeah. have uh with us a seasoned marriage counselor he goes by the name reverend david doku Woo. he's been married for 10 years oh wow he has two children wow. he's a marriage counselor and yeah. he has a store of experience and examples to use to bless us and uh, to teach a us store a store, a store more like a warehouse <laughs> Right, welcome, welcome. Thank Reverend. you. Yeah, welcome. This is Word of Pod, mm. where we um, we're trying to get the gospel out through casual and answering questions that are pressing on people's minds. Yeah, um, Papa's already introduced you, and in our previous episode, we um, we spoke about before marriage. So then, my my first question to you is: When you get married, what's the first thing? Well, for me, marriage is a very beautiful uh, institution that is ordained by God. First, ordained by God between a man and a woman. Uh, in these days, uh, you need to really define it well because lots of people are coming up with so many definitions. But from my perspective, as a child of God and the son of the Apostle General, what I have witnessed, what I have observed. A marriage is between a man and a woman and is an institution that is ordained by God. God sanctions it. God endorses it. And it is the bedrock of every successful society. It's a bedrock of every family that believes in God because God has the blueprint and you must follow the blueprint that God has set mm. in motion. Mm. And so marriage is not one of those things that you... You just take for granted. Yeah. Oh, I just met someone. I just feel like it. You know, just you're going to try your lucky. There's nothing try or lucky about it. Mm. It's a God-given thing. Yeah. And so you need to ask God, what is in in this marriage for me? Why should I should I go into this marriage? Um, what does He have for you in this marriage? And once you are able to be able to unlock the mind of God mm. and what He has for you, you go into it with all the vim. You go into it with all the energy you go into it with all the assurance mm. that you are in the right thing mm. and you're doing the right thing mm. and once you're able to do that the bible says he who finds a wife finds, finds a, a good thing, thing. Mm. and obtains favor from god mm. so you must go to god and find out what does he have in store for you and once you're able to find that thing in that partner then the honors lies on both of you to make sure it works, to mm. make sure it succeeds. Mm. Because in every good thing, definitely the enemy is going to fight it. Yeah. The enemy doesn't want a good thing. And you can see it all over all over the world. People are fighting the very basis of marriage, which is between a man and a woman. Right. And so right from that onset, you should know that it is a battle that mm. is already set. Mm. And so you must go in with the right partner. Because believe you me, 
it comes with challenges mm. but the readiness of both of you the agreement that this is my partner the agreement that this is the one god has in quote compatible to me mm. or this is a partner that god has sanctioned for me it gives you some kind of comfort and so you enter into it knowing that it is god's plan it is god's will and you both of you will run with that marriage and you can succeed in whatever that right before we even marriage. go into the marriage proper and mm. they start dissecting all the uh principles of marriage mm. before we get married mm. right i i pastor a group of young people i pastor university church okay you know so i've come to learn how i don't know the right english word but i want to say over the bar how over the bar our parameters are mm. in who we are going to marry people marry for very wrong reasons exactly you know, because he's tall mm. you know because she has a nice body mm. you know a lot of people marry there's no chemistry mm. you know that, that, that kind of thing mm. what, what do you look out for and what are some of the things that you've heard in your your years of counseling people what are some of the things you've heard and what, what do you think people must look out for uh, before they are choosing yeah, they are their partners. Okay, so for me, first thing, you both have to be friends. Mm. Because, I mean, you can have thousand and one reasons why you're going to get married. But if both of you are not friends, definitely you're going to get issues. Mm. So the first basic, how well do you know each other? Mm. How well do you, what, do you know her likes? Do you know his likes? It has nothing to do with tall, short, plump, fat. Mm. No. It has nothing to do with... It's, you both have to be friends. And from my point of view, the God factor is very key. Mm. I mean, a genuine Christian. Because it's a Christian marriage. If it, is, if, it's, if it is any type of marriage, then you can go in for anything at all. Mm. But if you're both Christians, perfect. Then you have to be friends. So... And you have to be friends because of the communication. There must be always something to talk about. Mm. Let me use myself. I mean, when I met my, my wife, uh, then dating on Legon campus, I mean, Ish. we could chat and chat. Pastor P, you were so serious. Mm. Look, we could chat from 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the next day, we are still chatting. Wow. Anadriede. Anadriede. <laughs> I mean, those times, and free night call was Come there. on now. <laughs> I mean, we could talk and talk Matthew and talk. Matthew knows what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we're, we're good friends. And I, I, kept, I keep asking myself, what were we even talking about? Mm, mm. Talk about everything. Mm. Talk about anything. Talk about your careers. Talk about your vision for your life. Mm. Talk about the names. Look, we even agreed on the names of our children wow. even before we got married. It was it was amazing wow. because we're talking about literally everything, mm. everything ministry wise. Because I was already into ministry, mm. and so I needed to tease her mind. Are you ready to settle down with a pastor? I wasn't a pastor by then, mm. but I needed to know because these are the pointers. If she's not ready to be a mother figure mm. in a church. I mean, you go into it, mm, you're going to have that's issues. That's a non-starter. Exactly. Yeah. So she must accept you for who you are, what you stand for, what your plans are, what your career-wise is, what your business plan, uh, your plan for finances, and so on and so forth. And, and you, can, you can talk about so many things mm. before the marriage because this is where issues, thinning and thorny issues will come up. Mm. So the tall, the short, and all that, 
doesn't come in. Doesn't matter. Once you have, you can you can hold a conversation with a mm. meaningful conversation. Then you're talking about your level of education, mm. your likes and your dislikes. Then she gets to know you. You get to know, and that is where the intimate is. Right. Once you get that bit right, trust me, all the other things can just fall in place. Mm. All the other things will mm. just fall in place. But the friendship bit, which is communication understanding each other okay. those are the pointers you look out for but funny enough people will come to me oh he's coming from a rich family uh he i mean he holds a master's degree mm. i mean who why will you marry a master's degree holder who cannot have a good a meaningful conversation with you <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly you can't even chat you can't, you can't chat. even chat i mean what are you going to talk about you don't eat family name. Mm. You have mm. you've married a family name. Okay, you have the family name. You are signing pictures, but at home there's mm. something to talk about. Mm. Everything but is. If if you marry Dangote's daughter and you are, <laughs> 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 see, will, will, will you care about about? I mean, I don't know if I would though. If <laughs> if I married Dangote's daughter and I had access to everything I want. I can chat to my friends. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no 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 no! Then that is not marriage. Yeah. Then no, then she's that's your business partner. There will be no yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So a lot yeah. of people have married their business partners, mm. but they are not a husband and a wifely material, a wifey material. Mm. So in the house, is is all about I'm going for for a business trip. You know I'm going for a business trip. I'm going to hear. Uh, uh, I'm buying you a new car. Mm. Uh, let's have a party mm. here. What did Daddy say? What has, that, has Daddy called? As, you know, <laughs> but there's nothing intimate. Right. So she's your business partner. Right. She's right. not your wife. Mm. It's not a marriage. It's a business. It's one of the you've just transposed the office to your house. Mm. So she's just your secretary. Mm. No chemistry. Come on now. So I wouldn't. I would prefer to marry an average woman mm. who makes time for us to talk mm. chat issues of life she communicates she she's able to understand me she knows where i'm going to and she's willing to partner with me for me to get to my goal or i'm also willing to partner with her i can read into her mind mm. that's for marriages you can't even know what the man is thinking mm. because there's nothing to talk about there's nothing to chat and and these are the things that are hurting marriages. Look, the, the man wants sex. Mm. The kind of sex he wants, he wants a very aggressive one. Hey, but Ma you Matthew, have Matthew him. close your ears. Matthew is not married. He has to close his ears. <laughs> My ears are closed. <laughs> you better close your ears. You know, and funny, Pastor P, I'm hearing a lot of stories. I have a friend, this clinical psychologist. Can you believe what the man does? The man is a very wealthy man. Okay. And the, the girl went in because of the money. Now, the kind of sex the man wants, he wants to see other men do it with the wife. What, yes. Wait, what? Yes. And so men come and he sits down, he enjoys to see other men sleeping with the wife. Can you imagine? Ah, and the woman has no say. When I heard this, I was shocked. Oh my God. Shocked. And that's what gives the guy excitement. And then after that episode, releases a Range Rover for the wife. Uh, I mean, to when, you can imagine the trauma this woman is going through. Oh my God. But she has to stay in the marriage because, hey, she got married to the man, not the man. 
didn't take time to know who exactly he was that she's that she's dealing with you know that that takes me straight to the next question mm. i saw a, a, a post on twitter mm. this week that mm. says the realities of marriage mm. now when i read it some of them are not relevant to my marriage mm. you know they are not realities for my marriage so yeah. l- let's take that and let's do what are the realities of a christian marriage mm. you know i've i know again i've been a, ch- a church I've, i'm what they call a church baby i've mm. been in church for many many years exactly. so has matthew right we've seen so many different kinds of people kinds of things kinds of marriages mm. right what is normal and mm. what is not normal i mean all of us can agree that your husband bringing men to come and sleep with you for ple- for his pleasure mm. it's not normal it's not normal you know but what are some of the things that we should see that are not red flags to run away, but are normal things that pop up in marriages. Okay. You know, in Christian marriages, okay. the realities of marriage. Mm. You know, there are some struggles that we we'll always see. That's what right. are what are some of the things that we should, ex- should we should expect? So so key key one is uh, clashes of temperament. I mean, these are issues that a lot of young courting couples struggle with. Okay. Oh, I'm not I'm I'm an extrovert, I am an introvert, and there, there's there's always these clashes but these are things that you can be helped okay. once you're giving the right set of skills and tools for you to know that it is normal for you to have arguments in a relationship or in a marriage okay once in a while some you you disagree on one or two issues okay and sometimes you're going to have disagreements about certain projects it's normal i mean it happens in every marriage and these ones come out of our upbringing for okay. example for example just recently I, I i helped a brother to celebrate the wife okay now this guy grows up in a family where his birthday is never celebrated oh. i mean nothing happens an ordinary day not even a birthday wish so he's mm. grown up in this robust family you know hard guys hard guys <laughs> then goes to marry this dada b i mean this dada b girl on her birthday you know, mother, father, they wrapped, you know, gifts. Wow. They are singing for her. Oh, yeah. You know, birthday <laughs> and stuff, cake. You know, some few yeah. friends who come. Even a surprise oh. will come. And so this girl gets married. <laughs> and in the first year of marriage, on her birthday, mm-hmm. I mean, thinking that, oh, what I have experienced, you know, with my family. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to see it again. Ah, This guy wakes up, doesn't even know birthday wish. I mean, it's like, <laughs> so dry i mean wow so so dry nothing happens so she waits hey 12 o'clock maybe Maybe he's going to surprise me with some cake or some flowers or something yeah charlie by three o'clock nothing Nothing. was happening oh my god then called the husband and told the husband ah why have i committed any crime (laughs) by now you should i mean something must happen yeah i mean in my first year anniversary at least show Mm -hmm. me some love some cake and stuff but you see the guy is coming from a background where he's not taught these yeah. things from far <laughs> so <laughs> such an issue this one shouldn't lead to any misunderstanding oh wow. it's just that the guy needs to be taught yeah that, listen for a birthday kiss she's coming from here or there should be a talk the girl can you know initiate it hey what are you doing for me on my birthday now mm. if the guy is smart the guy can deduce or okay. the guy can have an idea that oh this is what my wife is expecting, expecting. yeah and once he does that i mean it's beautiful you know, yeah. so common 
little little things from your background okay. uh, some issues about finances okay. is also one of the things that people would uh, you know it's very important would, would would clash over but it can be handled i okay. mean a man who believes that in every spending he must have the say oh okay it is my money it is your money i mean we mm -hmm. can't come together but in counseling we are thought that listen what your husband owns the wife also owns, owns it yeah you know so once you start giving them the teachings for them to understand okay. that they are a team and once their teamwork everything they do must be they must yes. discuss they must agree okay. you know so the man yeah. will not hide his money when the woman is coming in so it is some <laughs> sometimes it can be a fight okay i mean about finances and so on and so forth but it can be handled okay and uh, what else again married but still keeping contacts with your ex your exes <laughs> if this is an area that can also very, you very, know bring yeah, issues yeah you know yeah. hey you are still calling your ex you are still chatting with your ex you are still friends with your ex okay then again it can be handled very easily okay it's trust it's a trust issue yeah if you trust your wife and you know that hey she's 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 a virtuous woman you should not be scared when any other man even comes around her okay i mean the fact that you are scared it means that there's a trust issue so let's discuss the trust issue. Okay. You know, so it's not a problem. All so right. um, these are basic things that will come up. Yeah, you may, you've mentioned like a couple of problems that can be handled. Mm. But I wanted to know, what is your take on the I can change him or I can change her mentality? Or when we get married, mm. we'll work on it. What's your take on hmm. that? I am of the view okay. that there are some things you can change. Okay. But with my experience, there are some things that you must also live with. Okay. For example, I always like my bed dressed up. Okay. I like my bed very neatly dressed. When I wake up, okay. I want it dressed. My wife sometimes, yeah, sometimes she make it a little bit messy. Yeah. So I realized that I like, you know, to do things. I like to do ironing. She doesn't like to do ironing. Okay. So when I ask her to iron for me, she will do the ironing, but then I'll still come again and then do the ironing myself <laughs> again. So she gets offended. Oh. But I said, okay, let's take a decision. You leave the ironing for me to do. Because mm -hmm. however you are going to iron, I will, not, be, come I will not appreciate it. <laughs> because I, growing up, I do the ironing for my dad. And okay. I learned it from my dad. My dad will want his, the lines in his trousers very, very straight. Oh. on point and so I, I don't mind spend hours ironing my wife will want to do it quick 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 and then just put it down so i accepted that listen if it comes to the bed i'll lay the bed mm -hmm. so every other two three days i'll just make sure i change the bed sheet okay and she knows that and anytime she sees me doing it, it means Charlie, some game has happened you know <laughs> i'm covering my ears again <laughs> you know so there are some things you must you must learn to live with it okay because marriage is about compromise okay you're coming from two different backgrounds i like my toothpaste to be pressed from the bottom mm. my wife likes the toothpaste to be pressed in the middle Eish. in our first year it was it was it was a, a bone of a bone of contention oh, okay. so i asked you why don't you press the thing from the middle mm -hmm. so ah, you too why don't you like pressing it from the bottom so i said okay she should do it when she when she goes and brush mm -hmm. and then she presses it from the middle when i also take the paste i'll press it from the bottom, bottom and, and then push I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll push it up yeah so 
I did it and now I don't even have to complain again. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go use the washroom mm -hmm. and then maybe in a hurry, I'm in a hurry to go and do something. So, you know, I'll leave it something, something. Okay. She'll come and complain. <laughs> hey, why, why, why? I said, Masa, you, you like cleaning it. Please clean it for me. My dad calls it champion remains. <laughs> <laughs> he loves champion remains in there. <laughs> so she also wow. learned to accept that, listen, she likes to do the cleaning of the washroom. Okay. So, hey, now she takes a challenge. And we've been able to co coexist, you so, know, as husband and wife. So is it safe to say that there isn't, um, say, like a, a permanent template yes. for marriage? No, okay. there's not. There are some things you'll be able to change. There are some things you'll not be able to change. Okay. Some things you must learn to live with it. There are some other things you must be the object of change. Now, when you change... Then, somewhere, somehow, she begins to see the point of view that you're coming from. And you must do this with love and with understanding. And you must also be ready to go the long haul. Mm. Because once in a while, the change will just relapse. And then the old self will come in again. You must learn to adjust at every point in time. And this one comes with long, long, longevity in marriage. Mm. That now you begin to say that, I know my husband. I know my wife. You can do certain things by just facial expression you don't want something there's not it's not everything that you will talk about and these things will come as a marriage progresses mm. so there are some things you cannot and that is why it is very key to know your spouse very well know the things you cannot live with if mm. you are living if you're courting with a man who when he's eating he's biting he's making noise in his <laughs> mouth blah 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 if you know you cannot live with it my guy don't go in for it because mm. chances are that you must live with that thing for the rest of your life yeah yeah if you if you if a man who is temperamental you cannot handle a temperamental man please don't go into it mm. because chances are that he's not going to change mm. you must either adapt to him then you can live peaceably but if there's something about him that you think you cannot live with you better think twice because that notion that he's going to change overnight you might be surprised yeah. it's not going to happen I, I can change him i can you cannot <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the two words that I'm, I've learned from or I've picked out from this episode uh, re regarding relationship and marriage mm. is learning, continuous learning. Exactly. And compromise. Yes. Continuous learning and compromise. Yes. Now, I have a question about that uh, mm. regarding the compromise aspect. Mm. Now, I've been married five years. Mm. I'm still learning and I'm still learning how to compromise. Mm. Right? I haven't mastered it. I'm mm. far from it. Mm. But... At what point do you draw the line? For instance, um, is there any scenario where you had to compromise or there was a, a situation where some, one of you had to compromise regarding the children? Mm. You get it. For instance, everybody has their way of raising their kids. That's right. The way you were raised is probably the first go-to style mm. if you were not raised correctly mm. or you were raised in a in a very bad way in, a, in an abusive form you tell yourself that i would i'll do the opposite that's right so that in itself is a plan mm. on how you want to raise your kids mm. did you and your wife or did you guys have to compromise with something for the children you know maybe where they'll go to school how they'll go something like that is yeah. there anything yeah. because that's like next level that's right you know, laying of bed sheets you know, putting a toilet seat down, toothpaste, mm. these are like some of the petty things, even mm. though they can be very um, difficult mm. eventually. Mm. But um, 
children when it comes to the children mm. it's a big big ask mm. you know yeah um when when my i think it was a decision when my my daughter was uh was three years old when my daughter was three years old we had to you know let her start school some way somehow she started a bit late uh, because around that time i had i was at home so i was my wife was the one who was working mm. so i was home taking care you know of of her and so on and so forth so it, we delayed a bit in taking her to school mm. however with our second son around that time you know i had some kind of good business that was going on so we had to take a decision that he starts school very early so at the age of two or so he already started and because the, the the sister was at home she was picking up some of the things then i was made a pastor assistant executive pastor royal house chapel mm. we're living then at community 18. okay now i got an accommodation closer to the church because it was taking a toll on on us coming and going and so on and so forth however the school that they were attending was a very good school mm. and i didn't know at that time that if your child was going to move to another school, they're going to write entrance exam mm. and all this. Charlie, it was it was a shock for wow. me. So three years. Yeah. So for one year, we were trekking Carnation to Community 18. And I will have to drive them. And I mean, it was just amazing. It was, it was, it was quite tiring because I would drop them, drop their wife, drop my wife at, at work, and then drive all the way to Spinters, Community 18 come back to work when i close from here i need to go and pick them again i mean it was such a long journey and it was it was it was quite stressful mm. until then uh we found morning star for them and we had to sacrifice mm. i mean how much am i earning royal house chapel how mm. much my wife was earning good money but there again we needed to pay rent we needed to do this we need to do that so in taking a decision to taking them to the good school we scan around and realize that well, Morning Star is, I mean, for an average, you know, growing family, mm. it's okay. We can, we can manage with it. But mm. even that, it, it had to take a toll on our, on our finances. Mm. And we had to make that decision. And my wife and, and I agreed that, listen, let's do this for, this, for, for the kids. And so it's one of the areas that I think we, we really sacrifice for them so that they have a good foundation. Mm. At least that sets then you know on a on a on a on a good one mm. and then i think dstv mm. they go to school and th their friends are talking about things that they are watching here and there and it's like they are lost you know they don't know what is happening <laughs> Charlie, i said listen pressure power. Charlie, pressure <laughs> then my son oh, daddy i went to this place i went to this place we saw this we saw this we saw this I said, hey, Charlie. you see growing up i didn't have that opportunity where I could tell my dad i want this i want that my, my dad was a strict type mm. i mean you do this do this do this i mean even if you write exam and you you've scored 95 my dad says ah you didn't do well you have to get 100 percent mm. i mean so i never would willingly go and ask my dad for something but then again you see this generation of 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 of, of, of children who are very confident who are very bold who are very bold and confident and they will always want to make their their mindset. So my son said, Daddy, I think if you get a DSTV, it will work. Mm. So I, I said, Honey, Charlie, what do we do? I mean, in this age, you, you cannot take your children for granted. Mm. 
So we put our heads together and said, listen, let's sacrifice. We wanted to do, get some land somewhere. So listen, we can manage with this one for now. Uh, we can do some adjustment here and there. And then we did it for them. And I think it's been one of the good things. Mm. I mean, they can now communicate with their mm. friends, mm. Uh, confidence level, and then occasionally say, oh, daddy, let's go here, let's go here, let's go there. I like chilling a lot. Mm. So when my, my, my wife is the one who is very conservative, right. she wants to protect the family purse. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Charlie, I said, go and tell, go and tell mommy, let's go out, let's, and then now to, now, Charlie, mommy, let's go. I said, okay. Then between us, she keeps her family purse because mm. she is very, you know, very strict. Mm. Then you know, talk, we talk, we talk. And she, I mean, she agreed and then mm. once in a while at least once in every month at least let's go out with the family let's go out with the kids mm. it boosts our confidence right. when their friends are talking they can also say this we went here went to watch movie at silver bed because raising our children is a different body right. how right. we were raised we cannot raise our children that way if we want them to compete at the highest level mm. and build their self-confidence such that they will not make the wrong choices and follow friends who whisper things into their ears mm you know mm. so so that's great so yeah. apart from uh compromising even for your wife mm. and for each other mm. you even had to make some compromises mm. for your children exactly Charlie. marriage <laughs> guys if you are listening to us um and you are married or you are you're you are a young couple or you are now about to get married this this is the message we have for you learning constantly continue don't stop learning and then compromise these are the two secrets that will keep your marriage standing and it will last a long haul yeah. uh, thank you so much reverend david mm. um for joining us this has been lovely it has been very exciting mm. thank you so much mm. uh, but before we go there's something that you have to do okay. yeah um so at the end of every episode we have something we call ceremony roulette so most of things between papa and i he picks a topic for me and I have to come up with a sermon on the spot. And I do the same for him. Mm. And since you are our honored guest, mm. we're going to pick a topic for you. Mm. And then you are going to come up with a sermon right here okay. on the spot. Okay. All right. One minute. Yes, a one minute sermon. Okay. Not <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the topic is... And, oh yes, with scriptural... Yeah, you can, you can prepare. You can, we can give you like some 10 seconds, 30 seconds to prepare. Yeah, um, the topic is, and she married him. And she... And she married him. Him? Yes. Okay. That's the sermon title, so... Okay. Over to you. Okay. No, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay. So, Genesis. I think Genesis... So Genesis chapter 2, verse 23. Okay. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone yes. and flesh of my flesh. Yes. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Man. And I like the verse 25. It says, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, mm. and were not ashamed. Amen. And so at this juncture, 
it was yeah. Adam who found Eve. Okay. And then after looking at Eve and seeing the compatibility, he said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And Eve agreed not to marry a lizard, a cockroach, <laughs> after Adam had proposed. And she married him and amen. they lived happily ever after. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you so much, Reverend. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you for coming. Thank you so much, Reverend David, for, for joining us here today. Um, we'll be giving you... Um, <laughs> what will we be giving you? David, <laughs> we'll be sending your... Um, your, your hamper. Your hamper. Your hamper will be the car. <laughs> <laughs> With the face towel and the biscuits. <laughs> Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, listeners, for joining us one more yeah. time here on Word of Pod. Word of Pod. Twitter yeah, handle. Twitter. I never remember the Twitter handle. Uh, you know. Don't worry, I'm the social person here, so <laughs> you're an old man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Matthew. <laughs> so uh, our Twitter handle is at GCR Word of Pod. One word at GCR Word of Pod. And send us a DM. You can ask your questions in there. If you also want to reach out to Reverend David, you can reach out to us on Twitter and then we would we'll send you his we'll personal line. Personal. So you can go for counseling. Personal. But exactly. But when you're going for counseling, please don't go empty-handed. Never approach... I'll send you my personal Momo number two. <laughs> Never approach a prophet <laughs> empty-handed. Amen. But yeah, on this note, we want, we want to acknowledge one of our viewers. Hey. Viewers. <laughs> one of our listeners. No, you are speaking... Hey, come on now. In the spirit. You <laughs> are prophesying. Prophesying. Our, our listeners who... Yeah. Um, his, is very, very... Um, studios, yeah, and it's always on. Listens to every episode, comments on every Twitter post that we 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 we, we tweet, and we are, we really appreciate it. Yeah, Kwame Max, shout Thank, out to you, shout out to you, big shout out to you. Thank you so much for your patronage. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us and your support. Yeah. Really appreciate it, and keep doing what you're doing. Very yeah. soon, we'll invite you to be a guest on on one of the episodes. <laughs> Most definitely. Thank you. Really definitely. appreciate it. All right. Thank you once again, Reverend David. And to all our listeners, this is Matthew. And, and this is I'm Papa. With, and this is Word of Pod. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Report production. You're the savior. Nobody but you. Yes. I don't wanna love nobody, love nobody but you.